Gridiron Grinder, Hut Hut Hike. Okay, we're rolling. Friday night, it's Gridiron Grinder time. I'm Ryan. With me as always is my buddy James. Just a couple of dudes hanging out, talking about what's going on in the NFL each week. Uh, this is episode 75, getting close to that year and a half mark, James. And so for everybody watching, we are going to kick things off with Name That Stadium, like we always do. Uh, then we're going to, I think today, briefly hit the news from this past week. After that, we'll jump into the main part of the show, which is going to cover our Week 15 power rankings and game picks. And last but not least, we'll close things off with Question of the Week. And so uh, with all that being said, how's it going tonight, James? It's going good. It's been it's been a week. It's been good enough a week where it's time for some whiskey. Sipping on the whiskey. I'm jealous, man. But good for you. You know, it's good to uh, indulge every now and then. And both of us, it's it's been a while. So, you know, yeah, we're due. So I was having a, uh, a harsh realization the other day that we're like a couple weeks away <laughs> from the end of the season already. And I had like a little bit of a panic mode because it just, I feel like maybe this time every year, I start to be like, geez, I just haven't watched enough football this year. And so now I'm like desperate to watch every game that is on TV. So, yeah, pretty wild, man. Yeah, and you'll have you'll have plenty of we'll get into the news. Yeah, we'll have plenty of days where you have a chance to watch football this this coming week. Yeah, yeah I'll I'll let you explain that because it's it's too much of a mess for me. I've not been able to follow it yet. But uh, all right, let's move it on here. Let's do name that stadium. And so for everybody who's watching. This is the part of the show where, as you can see, James is out there traveling the country. Uh, every week, he's got a different stadium in his background. While we're in the regular season like this, uh, it's typically a stadium for a home team that's playing this weekend. And so what we're doing is we kind of turn it into a little bit of a game. If you think you know what stadium that is, hit us up in our comments section. First person to get the answer right gets a special shout-out next week's show. Uh, and so, James, why don't you tell us where you were at last week, man? Last week I was at what's it called? Uh, State Farm Stadiums is that the name of it? Wherever in Arizona, I know the week I missed you you had picked it, but I did it for the uh, it was the Rams at the Cardinals, and I thought that was going to be the best game of the week. Uh, didn't necessarily live live up to. It was the pretty Bills, close, but it was pretty close. So I got you. Yeah, and I think I followed up when I when I used them. I think they were uh, on the road. <laughs> yeah. So so I wasn't following our rules, but you know, hey, I was pinch hitting, and it just it, it is what it is. So, um, all right. Well, hey, that's cool, man. And so, uh, yeah, nice pick. You you had some good inspiration behind it, and I thought it was a good game from everything I read. I didn't get to watch it, but um, you know, those are two of the top teams in the power rankings fighting it out. So I can understand the uh, logic behind the pick. Uh, okay, so let's move on here. Let's do our recap of the past week. And so basically, uh, you know, James, you were talking about, you were kind of like hinting at like some scheduling changes and it's all related to the freaking COVID Omicron variant, uh, you know, million people in the NFL testing positive in like a three day span. Why don't you tell me what you know, man? So uh, I was a little bit surprised that it actually happened because I thought like at the beginning of the season or coming in the off season at some point, the league said that they won't be rescheduling games for 
um, because of COVID and it'll be on the teams and vaccinated players, et cetera, whatever. But so this weekend they postponed from Saturday, the Raiders Browns game, which will now be played on Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. I had to do the math trying to figure out if it was Eastern time or West Coast when I was looking at the schedule. And then the Washington-Philadelphia game is postponed and the Seattle and the Rams game are postponed from Sunday afternoon to Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, which it's interesting that both games are being played at the same time. Mm-hmm. But especially seeing the ones on the West Coast, I figured they would stagger it a little bit. But so, and that's because of uh, the COVID, like something like 20 some players on Washington tested positive. All the quarterback, all, all the quarterbacks and um, the head coach and a bunch of other players on Cleveland and tested positive. I think like, the entire coaching staff besides uh, Nagy for Chicago tested positive. And I, I, I didn't catch, I haven't caught much about the Rams um, this week. Okay. I, I heard with the Rams, uh, Jalen Ramsey is on the COVID list. I don't know if he tested positive or how it worked, but they're expecting him to be out for the game. Uh, that's all I heard though about the Rams. Yeah, but he was, he was out this past week too. So Hmm. Yeah, so so the Browns, more than 20 players, including 11 starters. Okay. <laughs> it, it's it's going to make the picks interesting this week, for sure. And so, yeah. you know, and I, and I will say this, and I actually, I, I had this note, I was going to save it for later when we get to the picks, but, you know, like the Browns, I remember last year, they had a similar situation where Stefanski was out and a whole bunch of guys were out. And they still fucking won the game. And so it's yeah, like... It was, and that was a playoff game too, wasn't it? Uh, was that the was that what the, maybe the first week of the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Man. I, I just remember being blown away thinking like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah, I, I, I swear like that. That was... That was like the first week of the playoffs. I, for some reason that was... Bring it, ringing a bell that it was a, it was the Pittsburgh game in the playoffs that they won. Oh man, yeah, that's that's intense if that if that was in the playoffs. And plus for him to test positive, like I mean, he just just had it and just tested positive last year. So yeah, yeah, and I saw Sean Payton test positive, so he's out this weekend. Not good. Um, you know, it just, it, it, I mean, everybody is getting hit. I'm not like calling out Sean Payton. I'm just saying, you know, another head coach since we're talking about Stefanski. Yeah. I, you know, I hadn't heard, um, about Sean Payton. Like I, I hadn't heard much about the Rams either. So it's probably why I'm not, I'm kind of in the dark on them. Yeah, but was, and then all this, all these postponements is after because on like Dago, like yesterday, the day before, Baker basically blasted the league for still playing the game. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I can see uh, Von Miller's also out for the Rams. Uh, looks like they've got nine players in total added to the COVID list. Wow. Whoa. Whoa, which, hang, hang on. Nine players added this week puts them at a total of 21 players on the COVID list. Jeez. Holy shit, man. See, I don't know. They could they could change my pick now that I'm seeing that. Oh, jeez, it's crazy. Yeah, there's been some. There's been a, just a ridiculous amount of COVID cases this week. All right. While you're looking up that Cleveland game, I'll just skim through a couple of the other things from this past week. Um, you know, I think the big news was Urban Meyer being fired by the Jaguars, uh, and we'll talk about that. When we get to our question of the week, James, I'm just going to tell you that. So, you know, save whatever you have on that. But he's out. Um, looks like Lamar Jackson, I, you know, the last I heard, he was going to be out for this weekend. And then I, I just, as we were pulling this up, saw John Harbaugh made a comment about how he's got a chance to play. And so we'll see. This is a big game this weekend between Baltimore and Green Bay. Uh, and so I'm sure they'll want him in that game. Uh, but he's he's dealing with an injured ankle. So we'll see what happens. Uh, other than that, Lions tight end TJ Hawkinson, uh, he had surgery on his hand. And so he's done for the year, uh, which is a bummer, you know. I mean, shit. I mean, I, I will say this. It's a bummer, but I actually have been pretty excited to see Amon Ross St. Brown getting all these targets these last couple weeks. You know, and it's, he's young. It's not like he's been lighting the world on fire, but it means that he's gaining trust and they're giving him a chance. And, you know, it, he could be a more significant player for this team next year, but they need to keep feeding him the ball this year to help kind of foster some of that development. And there's really nobody else to throw the ball to anyhow, so they might as well just freaking accelerate his growth and development as much as possible my opinion yeah so i found it and it for stefanski it was the playoff game jeez man that's so insane and yeah and they freaking won <laughs> uh yeah that's a hey, you know it's the nfl any given sunday james any given sunday yeah like the it doesn't have the list of all the players that were Oh, so is Joel Batano the... Oh, yeah, the offensive lineman. Offensive lineman. And let me see who else. Players. Denzel Ward, B.J. Goodson, Andrew Sadejo, Malcolm Smith, Kevin Johnson, and Harrison Bryant. Okay. We're all, all missing in that playoff game. Jeez. I should tell you about how much freaking... Pittsburgh dropped off last year. Oh, yeah. I mean, didn't Big Ben throw like four picks in that game? I mean, mm -hmm. it was horrible, man. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, so, I, you know, hey, I skimmed through the news. If there's anything big that you want to hit on, let me know. But uh, that that was pretty much it that I was calling out. So just let the only you know. Thing, only thing I remember um, – was uh, Hopkins had surgery? I forget. I forget exactly 
what it was for or something on his knee. And so he's out the rest of the rest of the regular season at a minimum. It's like a six week uh, turn turnaround for the surgery or rehabilitation. So if anything, he'll be back for for second playoff game. I think it was. Who who is this? Hopkins. DeAndre oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Oh, geez. Uh, holy cow! I, you know, I heard something about he might miss some games, but I I totally missed that. Wow, man. So he had a procedure on his knee. He cleaned it out. Yeah, I forget the exact exactly what was done, but it was like it was like six weeks. Oh man, wow! I yeah, that one just went right by. Find me. it real quick. Uh, yeah, it was two days ago. He missed the regular season. Hopkins is expected the rest of the regular season with the sprain he suffered on Monday night. Uh, he sought his second opinion. I thought, I thought like I he had surgery, but this isn't saying he had surgery. Okay. Uh, well, maybe they're putting him on the shelf, just saying, hey, you need to take this much time to let it heal. This is like, and, it, and it's okay. tough with Hopkins, man. I'll tell you, his whole career, he's been on the injury report for something. Yeah. But it's impressive that he, most of the time, still plays. Yeah, so so he had surgery to repair a torn MCL. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he actually tore some shit. That's not good. Yeah. If Arizona, if they advance deep into the playoffs, so it's a, slight, a minimum of likely a six-week recovery. Man, that's a bummer. That's a bummer because that could actually affect that team. And they, they've yeah. been freaking on fire this year. I don't like hearing that. Uh, but that's a part of the game, you know. They're not out there having a little pillow fight, you know. It's a little more serious than that. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anything else news-wise? No, I think that was it. Like that's all. All that's sticking out of my head. Okay. Um, like I mean, obviously, in injuries, but injuries are. There's a lot <laughs> nowadays. There's a lot yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, hey, they changed oh. the the COVID rules to allow for faster player return for vaccinated players. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, two two PCR tests that are either negative or produce a CT value of thirty five or greater. Uh, PCR tests are produces a MESA test, which re- so it's just like more options for them to uh, return. Apparently the CT, it's uh, cycle threshold. Apparently based on their studies, if it's the cycle thresholds hold, whatever the fuck it that is, is 35 or greater, they will still test positive, but they can't transmit the virus. Okay. So they kind of just modified it a little bit to make it easier for vaccinated players to come back. Gotcha. Well, good to know. Good to know. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that was it. 
Okay. Well, let's move it on then. Let's hit up our week 15 power rankings. And so, James, I will just pass the ball over to you if you want to give me your one through five, man. All right. So at number one, I have, have the Buccaneers. They won last week and Arizona, which I have at number two, lost. So the Bucks kind of jumped off. I My number one, my, my top five, I have to work on it a little bit more because I don't like how it's sitting. Yeah. It's, I don't, I don't really think Tampa Bay's the best team in the league, but it's just kind of how it fell with the lot with. Yeah. Sometimes the win losses, I get what you're saying. Sometimes the win losses maybe, you know, kind of guides them into a spot and then you got to just take a week and sort of like gut it, reset it based on, okay, yeah, you know, maybe the records look like this, but you just, you believe that this team's still better or whatever, and you got to make that hard move. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and, and I mean, they do, they are tied for the best record in the league. So, I mean, that is something. Oh, at definitely. Number, at number two, I have Arizona. They only dropped one spot after losing to the Rams. Um, you know, Arizona just kind of always loses to the Rams, but I think this team is a solid team. Uh, I had to drop them because they lost, but I still think they're they're a very high, very well-rounded team. I mean, the Hopkins stuff kind of hinders that a little bit, but I mean, they've been able to win without him. They've been able to win with without Kyler. So I mean, yeah. it's just they have enough talent on the team to overcome the Hopkins injury. At number three, I have the Patriots. They didn't play this past week. They were at three before. I've, the more I'm, lo- I'm looking at it, I can realistically see the Patriots making it to the Super Bowl this year. It could happen, man. I mean, their their defense is playing incredibly well. Their their offense, their offense is doing enough. And Mac Jones, they're not asking too much of Mac Jones, kind of easing them into things. I mean, hell, they just just won a game where they threw three three passes. So I know it's so wild, man. Yeah. And number four, I have the Packers. I. Didn't move them because even though they won last week, I mean, I'm not going to give them much of a much of a benefit for beating Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Chicago is like one of one of the bottom tier teams in the league. And honestly, if anything, after that win, I think the Packers probably should have gone down. And Rodgers owns them. Yeah, yeah. And because I mean, they they allowed 30 points against Chicago, so the defense yeah. did not show up in that game. Chicago's offense is not that good and so i left them at four and number five i have the rams they did beat just beat the cardinals i had them a little bit i had them a little bit lower on, on the board because of how they were playing and they, they kind of move up theoretically they split with arizona they might be playing better now than arizona but i couldn't drop arizona out of the second spot and so and i couldn't take the rams much above the above the packers because i think I think they'd lose to the Packers. I think they'd lose to the Patriots. I'm not sure about Tampa Bay, but so I have yeah. the Rams at five, and they got a three-spot bump for their win against the Cardinals. So I know exactly what you're saying with the funkiness in one through five. And so I've got the Rams up at one this week. And, you know, I had Arizona in my top spot last week. And so I was like, geez, you know, could I just – hold tight with Arizona. And I thought, 
I don't know, man, they swapped wins. And then I was looking in the Rams. You know, they've now won nine of their last 10 against Arizona. And it just, I don't know, all these things. I was like, okay, so I let them float up the board. I'll tell you what, James, I was actually awfully tempted to move New England to my top spot. But New England was on a bye. And so I was like, ah, it just, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, it's like you either just have to take a week and just gut the board or sometimes you just got to let it flow. And we're both just kind of letting it flow this week. And that's okay. I think as we get into that final week of the season, that's like the last chance. Okay, let's gut it. Here's who we like. Here's what's going on. Now we're going into playoffs. This is what you got to be looking at. Uh, but yeah, for now, I put I put the Rams up at one. I moved them up two spots. Uh, I kept Green Bay at two. Like you said, not like a huge win against Chicago, uh, but I didn't want to penalize them either. And so then I dropped Arizona down to three. So I dropped them down two. Uh, and I, I still think, you know, the Hopkins thing's tough. If he was still playing, I would probably say that I think Arizona is a better rounded team, uh, but the Rams are a better coached team, if that makes sense. Uh, but that's okay. At four, and five, I've got the Bucks and the Patriots. I kept them where they were at last week. Uh, Tampa Bay, I like the win over Buffalo, but you know, I'm just starting to I'm starting to sour on Buffalo, and I, I've kind of had that feeling for a couple weeks now. Uh, and then obviously the Patriots were on a buy, so I just kept them where they were at. But yeah, man, back to you at six. All right, so at six, I have the Chargers. The Chargers just beat Cle- uh, Cincinnati. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry, no, they just beat the Giants. My bad. I got games confused in my head. Um, the Chargers just beat the Giants. It wasn't that impressive of a win, but so like they didn't get a bump for, for that. Uh, after last night, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't give them a bump because I'd just be dropping them down <laughs> after last night's win. It, it was a tight game, and last, last night... Giants, let me talk about the Giants game, not last night's game. Giants were scored way too many points against the Chargers. The Giants were able to able to run the ball, which like every team has run the ball. Giants are a terrible team. There's no way they should be scoring 21, 20 plus points against yeah. uh against against a top tier team. And so that gives me some pause and some concerns with with the Chargers. At but they stayed the same this week. Number seven, Dallas stayed the same. Um, they won. They played uh, Washington. Yep. And it was a close game. It was. It is a division game. I think Washington. I've, I'm higher on Washington than you. Are, are we like right around the same now? But but it's like I'm constantly impressed with what I'm now seeing out of Washington. So I didn't want to penalize them for how close of a game, the Dallas for how close of a game it was against Washington. Agreed. At number eight, I have the Bills. They dropped three spots. I'm really frustrated with this Bills team. Like this Bills team <laughs> should be should be really really good, and it's one of the one of the one of it was a close game against Tampa Bay. Which is another reason why Tampa Bay jumped up to the number one spot because they did beat a team I had in the top five. 
Um, I expected it. I changed last minute to pick Tampa Bay last week. I just something about Brady against the Bills that told yeah. me. But but overall, the last few weeks, the Bills there's been a lot of a lot of issues I've seen with the Bills, and not a lot of positive. And they have to turn it around coming into the playoffs because they went from basically vying for for a top seed to now they're going to be lucky to be a wild card. Yeah. And how almost at this point making the playoffs might be a surprise for the Bills the way they're playing. Yeah, they're fizzling out, man. At number nine, I have the Colts. Now, I know the Colts beat the Bills. I know the Colts destroyed the Bills, and I understand that. But I, I didn't feel comfortable moving the Colts coming off a bye. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's and so I, that. so I left them at nine. Uh, at number 10, I have the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to my top five after this past week. <laughs> I've, they, I mean, they beat the Chargers yesterday. They, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is starting to look like Patrick Mahomes. I have, I have Mahomes on on my fantasy team, and like late in the third quarter, he had like 15 points for for my, my one of my fantasy teams, and then at the end of the game, he had he ended the game with like 40 some points. Nice. And it's like, it's like he's, it's just one, now that that defense is playing better, yeah, they allowed a, a lot of points against the, against the Chargers. But I mean, the Chargers are that type of team to, that can score a lot of points. And also with, they had, uh, it wasn't D, the D Ford was out, but they were missing Chris Jones too, I believe. Okay. I, th- I think, if I remember correctly, they had some players out on defense that really gave me concern with changing my pick coming in last night, changing it to the Chiefs. But something just told me that the Chiefs were going to win. Luckily, they did. They pulled it out in overtime, and they came back to pull it out in overtime, which was impressive. But the week before, they just utterly dominated the Raiders. And I told yeah. I told you, like, the last time going into last week, the time before that, that Patrick Mahomes looked like Patrick Mahomes was the last time they played the Raiders. And it, it that sent, felt like a get a ultimate get-right game for them. And then they followed it up by playing the Chargers, playing playing really well against the Chargers, even though the defense allowed points, but they had players missing. Gotcha. Well, you know, moving it over to my side, I've got the Chiefs at six. And I'm with you, man. They, they totally rolled the Raiders. Um, and you know, it was interesting going into that game or I'm going into last night. Sorry. Uh, they've now had three games in a row with 10 or fewer points, uh, that obviously changed last night, but it just goes to show the defense has kind of gotten it back in check. Uh, and that that's helping this team big time. Uh, it's seven. I've got the Titans. I, I moved them up by two spots. Um, you know, this was a combination of them winning and other teams losing and it just you know kind of compelled me to give them the bump uh otherwise i probably wouldn't have moved them if other teams in this range hadn't have lost because they beat up on jacksonville not a, not a big feat uh at eight i've got dallas i moved them up two spots uh, and this was me kind of like you know st- having a little bit more respect lately for washington kind of like you're saying i know that earlier in the year Man, I dropped him off a cliff, and it's taken me a, a little bit while to get back on that bandwagon. But, you know, I do believe they're playing great football as a team. 
And I thought that uh, that was ending up being a quality win for the Cowboys. And so I moved them up two spots. At nine, I got the Chargers. Uh, I moved them up two spots as well. And, you know, like you said, I mean, they played the Giants uh, for what it's worth. They've now won five straight against the Giants. I don't think that means shit to anybody, but it was just a a fun fact I picked up, I think, on NFL.com. And then at 10, I got Buffalo. I dropped them down three. Uh, And like I kind of mentioned earlier, I'm just starting to sour on Buffalo. And so they're sliding down my board. You know, they just need to come out and kick the shit out of somebody so that I'll have a little bit more faith in them because all of the talent is there. All of, I mean, you know, they have the traits of a Super Bowl contender, but they're playing dog shit football, man. They're st- they're sitting at seven and six. There's no reason for that. And so uh, they're sliding down my board for now. I got them at 10. And uh, yeah, back to you at 11, man. All right, so at 11, I have the Titans. And they got a two-spot bump. I wish I could have bumped them up more, but I mean, they only scored 20 points against Jacksonville and everybody's scoring against Jacksonville. And so they got a two-spot bump. But it's also because of the fact that two teams ahead of them lost and got dropped down. At 12, I have the Browns. Uh, Basically, they got a two-spot jump also. What happened with the Browns is they got – let me verify that real quick. Yes, okay. They kind of got lucky in that game. I I mean, I understand why Harbaugh went for two with that last touchdown – I completely understand it. But that score's not right. They lost by one. Or is that the I, week before? Uh, I think you're thinking the week. That's I don't know. Week I, you're right. I have, That's yeah. the week before. Yeah, that, right. that, that is right. That is right. Because I because, could have fat-fingered it, James. You never know. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was the week before they lost uh, to Pittsburgh 20-19. to Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So the thing with the Browns, and this is the 12, 13, 14 is a little quirk in my power rankings. But what happened with the, with the Browns, they came out and they got a big lead. And then they let, uh, I don't even know what his first name is, Huntley, get them, drive the Baltimore back into the game. And heck, even Baltimore, I believe they, they recovered an onside kick in that game too. So it's like Cleveland just kind of let them back in the game. And, and barely pulled it out, pulled it out against the Ravens, but they did beat the Ravens. So I moved them ahead of the Ravens because they were so close. And the okay. Ravens dropped down three spots to number 13. Um, and then Cincinnati dropped two spots. They lost to San Francisco, which is, which is very unimpressive. They showed a lot of fight in the game. The little quirk in my schedule is, or in my power rankings is, I have Cleveland, Baltimore, then Cincinnati in my power rankings currently. But based on the remaining schedule, I think it's the division's going to end up Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cleveland. Okay. Because I think Cincinnati has a fairly easy schedule remaining. Um, let's see if I have. I just had it. No, I'm not finding it. But I got you. Yeah. On, so we're gonna we're gonna see them kind of climb up the ladder as these last couple weeks play out. I got you. Yeah. So, so I, I look, look at them kind of, kind of, they're going to be winning the games. I, well, I know they're playing Denver this week, but yeah, after they got, that, I'm not sure. They got Denver. I like, like the only hard game is like the last, last game of the season. They play Baltimore, I believe. I, I want to verify that. 
Okay. But it's like, all right. Well, that they, they so would they, set that would set them up to control their own destiny. And the last week's all divisional games, I believe. So that would make sense. Yeah. So they have remaining. Oh, it's not. It's it's a little bit tougher than I thought. But Cleveland's last game is against. Is it Cleveland that has the? Right, anyways, I just think I just like the Bengals to to at least go at least finish out the season three and one and and take the take the division yeah, the, the last game last game of the season is against Baltimore and I believe are against uh, Cleveland and it must be Baltimore that has the the easiest schedule that okay because I think somebody finishes the season with Baltimore and yeah so it's Pittsburgh that finishes the season with Baltimore and Baltimore's remaining schedule is no. no. All right. I remember something differently. I still think that the Bengals are going to, going to take the division based on how they've been playing based on their opponents. Um, I have concerns. I, ha- I do have concerns, but it's, I think Cincinnati is going to win the division. I, okay. Number 15 I have the 49ers. And yeah, I know the 49ers just beat the Bengals, which I have one spot ahead of them. But there were a lot of concerns I saw with, with the 49ers in that game. Um, and it's another instance where the 49ers jumped out to a big big lead and then let Cincinnati come back in the game and almost almost actually win the game. And the, I mean, the 49ers just are not playing good football right now. And so I didn't want to drop them because they won, but yeah. I didn't want to bump them up because I, I'd see a lot of issues with that team. All right. So I did the double move here, James, on my side. I, I flipped Cleveland and Baltimore at 11 and 12. Uh, and so Cleveland ended up actually going up three spots to get ahead of Baltimore. Baltimore dropped down four. Um, and then at 13, I got the Colts who were on the bye. at 14 and 15. That's where I did the second move. Uh, I flopped Cincinnati and San Francisco. So San Fran went up four and Cincinnati went down three. And so it's, you know, with the 49ers, I'll say this. Their record gives me some confidence to put them in the top 15. But I agree with you. The play has been streaky. It, it the, the, All the highlights I see, you know, they get like, a sweet play from like Debo Samuel or like some random, you know, Brandon IU comes up with like some, you know, game winner or whatever. And then everything else just looks horrible. It looks like sloppy football, but they're, they're, you know, they're finally, you know, I guess the record's showing that they're winning games. Uh, and then with the, um, with the Bengals, it's tough, man. I, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't super high on them to start the year. I thought it was going to take more time because I, I like Burrow, but I just felt like they needed to put more pieces, uh, like particularly on the defense, which has been playing pretty good this year. Uh, but, you know, I, I warmed up to them, and then I kind of got sour on them. And now, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, like I'm looking at 15, and I'm kind of like, I like that spot for Cincinnati, at least for right now. So, you know, that's my 11 through 15, homie. Back to you at 16. All right, so at 16, I have the Saints. Um, they went up two spots this week. I, yeah, 
they played the Jets. Yeah, everybody plays good against the Jets. It was more of a function of the teams, the two teams that were immediately ahead of them lost. So I gave New Orleans the credit and gave them a two-spot bump. At 17, I have the Washington football team. I thought they played tough against Dallas, so I didn't really kill them that much. But they did lose, and so they dropped out of the spot. The Raiders, this was one of those other ones where if it weren't for the fact that the Seahawks allowed 13 points against the Texans, a, a team that's has no talent whatsoever and is just ridiculously bad. They allowed 13 points against them. If it weren't for that, the Raiders probably would have dropped further, but I didn't want to drop them below Seattle because and give Seattle a bump for beating the hapless Houston Texans, <laughs> which I have Seattle at 19, same spot. Broncos moved up one spot. This is more of a function of the fact that I killed Pittsburgh for losing to Houston or losing to Minnesota. Sorry. Um, and so a bunch of teams got a little bit of a bump here and because I killed, killed, killed Pittsburgh, which is Pittsburgh I had at 20. So that's the Broncos. I'm not giving them any credit whatsoever for beating the Detroit lions, no credit whatsoever for even winning that game. Um, that game. Yeah. You just smoked Pittsburgh. And so the board had to adjust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I got you. Uh, all right, so for me at 16, I got the Dolphins. Uh, it was tough. I dropped them one spot while they were on a bye. Uh, I just didn't feel comfortable putting them above Cincinnati, uh, and so it's just the way the board worked out this week. At 17, I got the Vikings. I moved them up two, which was, I mean, just freaking sweet seeing Dalvin Cook tear it up for 205 yards and freaking two touchdowns. Uh, at 18, I got the the Washington. I almost called them the Washington Redskins. See, it's it's like muscle memory, James. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, I I dropped them two spots. Uh, we covered them pretty good here. At 19, I got Pittsburgh. I also dropped them two spots. Uh, and I I do want to just say this. I thought it was a bad look, Tomlin calling out Chase Claypool's maturity. Um, you know, I get it. It's the NFL, and coaches do this stuff. But when I read that article. Made me think of this thing I saw from uh, Lou Holtz years ago. Uh, he had this thing where he says, uh, you praise in public and you criticize in private. And I don't know. I, I Tomlin likes to call out his players publicly. And it's the NFL. You got to do some of that stuff, I guess, in press conferences. But I'm just, I'm just calling that out for some reason. Uh, and then at 20, I got Denver. I moved them up a spot. Uh, yeah, they beat the Lions. They, they shouldn't have a huge jump. But... Uh, just the way the board moved everything like that, uh, one spot I thought was good. It was a solid win, so I wanted to give them something for just how commanding of a win it was. But, you know, let's not forget Detroit had like fucking 20 guys out with the flu or something. I mean, it was a, a bad combination of events for the Lions. So, uh, and, and I do like I do like that Denver won it. You know, it was like with the Demarius Thomas thing. It's like, it's almost like the week before the Lions won it. And it was like right after the Oxford high deal. And then Denver got it right after the Demarius Thomas deal. It's like sometimes those emotional things, they can come into play. And I know Denver really 
it mattered to them. They had a lot of guys trying to honor him in that game. And so it was cool to me. Uh, back to you at 21, man. At 21, I have the Dolphins. Even though they didn't play last week, they moved up one spot. And that's just purely because I smoked the smoked the Steelers. Um, 22, same thing with the Eagles. They moved up a spot even though they were on a bye. It's because I smoked the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24, the Falcons, it's kind of – I'm sorry, 23, the Vikings, they moved up three spots. One one spot because I smoked the, smoked the Steelers. Two spots because they beat the team, beat the Steelers, and they I thought they looked pretty decent in that game um, for for what I've expected from Minnesota this year. 24, I have the Falcons. They moved up three spots. This was more of a correction for having Carolina ahead of them and the fact that I smoked the Steelers. It had nothing to do with any being any any well any. What not whatsoever impressed with how Atlanta is looking this year. They just happened to win, and there was a readjustment because of the teams they won and the team ahead of them that they lost. That lost. Sure. And then at 25, I've mentioned them many times. I have the Steelers. They dropped down five spots this week. This team. <laughs> While you. Talk about Tomlin calling out Claypool. Claypool is a child. He he's he's complaining about not playing music at 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 practice. He's more interested in TikTok than playing for the fucking team. He's just he's got that Juju Smith Schuster mentality, and he needs to fucking grow up. So now you're gonna criticize in public, James. I can't. I can't criticize in private to him. Well, that's true. So no, I no. I mean, that's what our show is all about, right? We just bitch and moan about everybody. So no, hey, it's it's you know we should if Tomlin's watching, hey, next time you want to call a guy out, just let us know. We'll do it for you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And then he can keep it all positive. Oh yeah, this guy played good. That guy played great. Well, what about Claypool? Uh, we're talking about this guy today. We're talking about that guy today. Just don't even acknowledge that somebody was a dipshit. You know, like, so, just be positive. So speaking of Tomlin, one of the sports talk radio shows I listen to regularly, every once in a while there's this guy that calls in, and he happens to be from Pittsburgh, and he claims he's not Mike Tomlin, okay. but his voice sounds exactly like fucking Mike Tomlin. It's a, it's a, a voice doppelganger. Yeah, it like exactly like like the host has has asked him a couple times. Are you sure you're not Mike Tomlin? Because you really sound like Mike Tomlin. Uh-huh. The passion and everything. Oh man, that's funny. Uh, okay, so over to my board, I got the Saints at 21. I moved them up two spots. Uh, then I got the Eagles at 22, who were on the bye. They stayed put. Uh, at 23, I got the Raiders. I dropped them down three spots, and so um. You know, I'm just losing a little bit of faith in the Raiders is what it is. And so they slid down the board. It, that's just all it is. At 24, I got the Seahawks. Uh, there was no bump despite the win. I think you called that out pretty well. Not Nothing deserved there for beating up on a bottom feeder. Uh, and then at 25, I got the Falcons. I moved them up one spot. Uh, I will say this. When I was reading up about that game, it was surprising to see they've won four straight against Carolina 
And I know Carolina's been bad, but like Carolina's had like those bursts of wins. Like this year it was at the start of the year. And I think last year it was at the start of the year. And I guess I would have thought at least one or two of those would have been against Atlanta. But um, but hey, good for Atlanta. They got four straight against a divisional opponent. That's that's good for any team, really. So uh, back to you at 26, man. 26 out of the Panthers. They dropped down two spots. Um, the Panthers. What to say about the Panthers? They lost to the Falcons. They need a quarterback. In fact, the fact that they don't have a quarterback might get uh, – what's his face? Uh, not Judge, uh, not Brady. Rule. Uh, Rule, thank you. I was like – I was just drawing a blank. Uh, might get him fired at the end of the year because this team is not progressing like it was expected when he was hired. Yeah. 27, I have the Giants. The Giants need to clean house. They need to get a new GM – that has no previous ties to to the Giants. They need to need a new coach because whatever Judge is doing isn't fucking working there. And they just they need to need a new quarterback. They need to trade Saquon. They just they need to blow up the entire franchise and go nuclear. Them. Go nuclear. It's, yeah. In fact, in fact, coming into these or coming into this week, I was tempted to put the Giants behind the Jets. Oh, on my power rankings. And that should tell you how much I think of the Giants, because I think the Giants are in much worse off, worse place than the Jets are. You know, I, I think not to like jump in and go on a tangent here, but I think if we're looking forward to next year, I think the Jets are better than the Giants. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's because they're a step ahead in the rebuild next year. Next year, it's like that's ground zero for the Giants. And the Jets are already like a full year into it. And so I can see it. It's like they're they're on different paths right now. The Giants are imploding and the Jets are like just like establishing their foundation a little bit. That's all it is. Yeah. And the thing with the Jets is the Jets have the what seems to be a potential franchise quarterback there. The Giants, it's clear they don't have the, their franchise yeah. quarterback. And that's. I could bitch about the Giants for a while. Like they're just, it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. 28. I have the bears. The reason the bears didn't drop for the loss is because every other team behind them lost. And I could not justify putting them behind any of the other teams behind them. So they stayed the same at 28, 29, the lions, they stayed the same, same thing. Every team behind them lost. So I couldn't, couldn't make any adjustments there. 30, I have the Texans. And yeah, I say the Texans are have no talent, but they beat the Jaguars. And if I remember correctly, didn't they play didn't they beat the Jets? Or am I thinking of That sounds right. No, they they did. They lost to the Jets. I'm oh. Sorry. Well, my bad. I, I was thinking when I was looking at it, I was thinking they beat the Jets. It was 21-14. I knew they played. I just couldn't remember the score of the game. Um, the Texans, I mean, hell, let's let's start. We're, Davis Webb is not is not a true quarterback. Mills. Sorry, Davis, Mills. Webb, Davis Mills. There's a Davis Webb that's a quarterback, too, yeah. too. I don't know from where, but Davis Mills is not a quarterback. They don't have yeah, a Yeah, Davis back. Webb was with the Giants. I'm not sure if he's still there, but um... – I like to, I like him as a backup. 
you know, and I like Davis yeah. Mills as a backup. I think Davis Mills is a backup with upside, but um, like, you know, good career backup kind of upside, not like starter upside. Uh, I don't know. Maybe one day he could have that jump, but I, I don't know. Well, all right, all right, hang on, hang on. Cause I got, you know, I got this in my notes here. Let me just pull them ahead here uh, because they're, pl- no, I'll save, I'll save them. You go ahead. I don't, I don't want to keep cutting you off. So and I looked at it, Davis Webb is on the Bills. Okay. Huh. Really? Yeah, I think he was drafted by the Giants. Yeah, he just... was drafted by the Giants. Uh, third round pick. Wow. Yeah, they they had high hopes for him, and it just never really, you know, for for a mid round pick, they had high hopes for him, but. Um, you know, I, and I don't know. I, I don't think he's disappointed for a mid-round pick. The dude's still bouncing around in the league. Well, well, he was he one spent one year with the Giants, and then he was on the Jets, and now he's on the practice squad for the Bills. Okay. Huh. So that's why I said Davis Webb instead. Of, uh, there had to have been a reason. Oh yeah, no, no, I know, I know. But the Texans, they're they're two and eleven. They have tied for the second second worst record in the league i had to do the math real quick to make sure one and a half was less than two um yeah that's just what kind of day it's been yeah um mills not a quarterback they have they've basically gotten rid of anybody with talent on that team and somehow they have two wins who's their second win against i wonder I'm just curious because it was, I think it was another unexpected one. Yeah, they beat Tennessee. Yeah, that, that's why Tennessee has been hard to trust this year. Yeah. All right. Anyways, on to you with uh, 26 through 30. Oh, thank you. Uh, at 26, I got the Giants. I dropped them down one spot. Uh, and then, like you said, from there on out, like nothing changed because everybody lost. And so I got the Panthers, the Bears, the Jets, and the Lions. And, you know, there's not much to say about it. I think you covered them all pretty well. These guys are – these all these teams are in trouble, man. And they're all in different stages of being in trouble. The, the Giants are on the way down. The Panthers, man, they were supposed to be on the way up this year, but it's like they already ran out of steam. The Bears, they're on the way down. The Jets, they're like building. The Lions, I want to say are building, but it's just such a big rebuild for the Lions, it's hard to see it. Uh, And so, you know, it's all good, man. Uh, Back to you for the dumpster fire, 31 and 32. All right, at 31, I have have the Jets. Um, I mean, Jets have two wins this year. One apparently was against Houston, which I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one was Cincinnati, was it? Yeah, Cincinnati. No. They beat they Cincinnati. Three wins this year, not yes, two. Yes, yes, yes. Three wins. But yeah, two big upsets. Beat Cincinnati and they beat the Titans. Because that's that's what I was like. I was like, I swear that I thought they beat the Titans. And that's why I've got the, 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 got the Jets a couple the, spots higher. The, because, the Titans yeah. lost to the fucking Jets and the Texans? I That's what I'm saying, dude. And it, like, I think it, I think for them it was all within like the first like four or five weeks. 
And then they just like went on a run and they just started beating people down. It's, they lost in the fucking. It's a fact. It's a fact. Uh, it, it it wasn't like it's kind of split up. Like they so here's here's real quick the Titans they lost to the Cardinals, beat the Seahawks, beat the Colts, lost to the Jets, beat the Jags, beat the Bills, beat the Chiefs, beat the Colts, beat the Rams, beat the Saints, lost to the Texans, lost to the Patriots. Okay. And then beat the Jaguars. So they were yeah they they crushed it for a while and then they fell off. I get I got you. All right. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I have I have the Jaguars at at 32 um i'm sure we're gonna hit more on the jaguars oh yeah and <laughs> a little bit later i will just say that the jaguars are in a much better place right now so they probably will be possibly They're probably will be going place. going up the board a little bit okay um, so I, I will get to that in the in, in the question of the week because there's sure, a yeah, lot it, i have to say about that and and i've got the i've got the jags at 31 uh, and I've got the Texans at 32, and you could move these couple teams around any which way you want. It probably should be reversed because, like you mentioned, Houston beat them. But um, I will say this, man, about last week. The Jags had eight fucking rushing yards in that game against Tennessee. Eight fucking rushing yards. That is like, it's just so pathetic, dude. It's just so pathetic. I can't even believe it. It's, why the fuck do you bench your best running back for? Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. That's fantasy bitterness because I, I kept Robinson even though they drafted Etienne because Etienne got hurt and yeah. I kept him in my in our league because and then you fucking bench him for fucking Carlos Hyde. Yeah, Urban Meyer just I don't know. He's got he's just he's done. So it doesn't matter. But, yeah, it's been a, a train wreck. Uh, okay, those are the power rankings. Let's move it over. Let's do our game picks. Uh, last night we had the Chiefs at the Chargers. Uh, at the last minute there, James, you correctly swapped your pick to the Chiefs. Uh, I had the Chargers. I think it was a great game. I, I got to watch most of it, and then I fell asleep on the couch. But, um, you know, I was looking at my board, and I was like, man, I – I was kind of surprised that I picked the Chargers because I had the Chiefs, you know, a decent amount higher on the board. And I and I know I was talking about their momentum, uh, but uh, I think it was because it was a home game for the Chargers. And I was also trying to get behind the whole thing about needing to put the Chargers higher up on my board. But either way, neither here nor there. It was a great game. And uh you got the pick. You've been closing the gap, you son of a bitch. Uh, in fact, I guess I should back up and talk about that before we get further into the picks. Here's where we stand, season to date. James, you got 117 wins. It's good for 57%. I'm sitting at 121 wins, which is good for 58%. Uh, I'm going the wrong way. You're going the right way. So, yeah, a couple right. weeks to go. I, I would like to point out, and, and this is very important for me to point out, last week I only got two games wrong. I, I went 12-2. and two. One of the games I was just dead wrong on, and the other game only was the Cardinals and the Rams. I got the, I got the uh, 
San Francisco, Cincinnati, I was just dead wrong on the outcome of that game. The Rams and the Cardinals, I was hemming and hawing and almost picked the Rams. Like I was so close to picking the Rams, but I wanted to see it happen yeah. before I picked pick them. And I I should have picked picked them and I would have gone thirteen and one and I would have been only two games behind you instead of where we sit now where I'm three games behind you. Well, four games coming into this week and then yeah. you add in last night's last night and I'm three games behind you. Hey, either way, man. 12 and two is a strong fucking week. So nice. Pat yourself on the back for that here. You know, whatever I'm patting myself for you. Uh, okay. So going to this weekend, we got the Raiders at the Browns and it's all about COVID. Who do you like here, James? So if I'm being honest with you, if this game, there were no COVID implications in this game, there, are, there was nothing. The Browns weren't going through this huge outbreak. I would pick the Browns. Yeah. The Raiders are a fucking hapless team. They have no direction. They've outperformed where they are, or like how good of a team they are. And it's just, just they're just not good. But the Apparently, and this is the wildest stat because everybody kills Derek Carr and says he can't lead lead the Raiders to a championship. This year, the Raiders are six and seven. Do I have that correctly? It's got to be six and seven. But I'm pretty anyway. sure, yeah. Anyways, they are six and zero oh when Derek Carr throws for 300 yards or more. Okay. They are 0-7 when he doesn't. So you're saying let him pass more. Yeah, they got to let him pass more. But I, either way, I don't think – I mean, who is, is – is it Nick Mullins that's going to be playing – probably playing quarterback for the Browns? I believe so. And it's just – it's sad because, like, that's going to, like – Nick Mullins is going to fucking determine if the Browns make the playoffs or not. Well, you know, and I'll say this. Mullins has actually had some decent games back when he was playing with the 49ers. Um, but, you know, it's still tough because Cleveland has Stefanski out. They've got a number of other people out. And so I just – I think there's – it's, you know, like, hey, they pulled it off last year in the freaking playoffs out of all fucking things. I just can't count on that again. And so uh, I'm going with the Raiders here. And I just got to say, fuck you, COVID. Just go away. You're fucking with our football, man. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we got the Patriots at the Colts. So this was probably one of the hardest games for me to pick this week. Like, I really... I really like what I'm seeing out of both teams, even though the Patriots are nine and four and the Colts are seven and six. The Colts have, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's been a beast. Yep. He's the last, especially the last like five weeks, and which is crazy that like it was just last week or was it the week before? Even though Der- Derek Henry had been out for like a month, it was just like last week or the week before that Jonathan Taylor surpassed Henry in yards. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he, I I remember when Henry got hurt, 
Jonathan Taylor was 300 yards behind him at that point in the year. And then Jonathan Taylor, I think one of the games he had 200 yards and I mean, he's just been tearing it up ever since, but, but yeah, I mean, he was lagging big time up until that point. Yeah. And and what it boiled down to this pick is this new England team, how they're looking now is back to those Brady new England teams where you just can't pick against them. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. Nice. I'm going with the Patriots as well. Uh, and I was doing a little bit of digging on them. Uh, it looks like the Pats are 18th in terms of their run defense, which I think is good for the Colts because obviously, you know, their their team is kind of running through the running game, if you will. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, we know Belichick is like the best guy out there at taking away a team's top weapon. And so I think if they can do that, it puts a lot of pressure on Indy's passing game. And the Patriots have one of the top units against the pass. And so, um, you know, and like you're saying, this is just like a vintage fucking good Belichick Patriots team. So I, I'm going with them. Um, yeah, I'm going with them. So, and I, I, I think honestly, you know, if the Colts are smart, because you know Belichick does that where he takes out your top guy, I would be like sprinkling in fucking Naeem Hines a lot more than you would normally do in this game and just see if it throws the Patriots defense off because you know, they're thinking shut down Jonathan Taylor. That's like goal number one for that defense. Uh, But yeah, either way, I'm with you on the Patriots. Next up, we got the Cowboys at the Giants. (coughs) All right. So Giants suck. Cowboys are going to, win the interesting thing i found um this week is dallas can clinch the playoffs this week if they win and tampa bay wins okay or if they win and san francisco loses or this is i I might even go through the third option for that also they can clinch the division if they win and Washington and Philly end up in a tie this week. Okay. Or Washington loses and strength of victory tiebreaker over the Eagles, whatever. Point is, is the Cowboys can theoretically clinch the playoff or theoretically clinch the division this, this week, which is interesting. It feels like they're the first one that can do that. But the Chinese just suck. Yeah. So I'm on, I'm on, definitely on the Cowboys. Interested to see what how the week ends up for them. Yeah, I'm going with Dallas as well. Uh, you know, it's a divisional matchup and it's in New York. So yeah, hypothetically anything can happen. You know, any given Sunday, all that kind of fun stuff. But there's no way in hell I'm taking the Giants. I'm going with Dallas all the way. Uh, next up, we got the Texans at the Jaguars. So. If the Jaguars were to run the ball, they would take a lot of pressure off of Trevor Lawrence. He could just play easier, or not play easier, not. Um, he would less pressure, see, man. He'd play less better. pressure on him. He could he could play freer. There's the yeah. word I was looking for. So interesting nugget against this. 
Mills as their starting quarterback. The Houston Texans are 0 and 7. Okay. Plus the Jaguars, even though it was in the middle of the night on what was that Wednesday night, Thursday morning, even though it was in the middle of the night, they fired their head coach. I think the team's better off firing their head coach. I think they'll sprinkle, they'll run the ball with Robinson more instead of doing whatever the fuck they were doing before that. And I think the Jaguars will win. Okay. No, and I, you know, I think you can make the argument either way here. And I think that, um, I mean, the line, when I checked it, I was kind of surprised it has the the Jags by five, Uh Uh, which to me, you know, I'm like, these are two, in my opinion, equally shitty teams. And so I wouldn't have a spread bigger than three on this game, but either way, you know, it's in Jacksonville, you know, I, I, I was inclined to go that way, but ultimately I decided to go with Houston, and one of the things I was looking at, which this was on ESPN, which was which was pretty cool that they broke this down, but, um, you know, the golden boy Trevor Lawrence, he's uh, completing 58.2% of his passes with nine touchdowns and 14 interceptions, uh, which on the flip side, Davis Mills, third-round pick, is completing 65.8% of his passes with eight TDs and eight interceptions. And so, you know, it's, it's only one data point in this whole thing, but I like the ball security and the efficiency of Davis Mills more. Uh, not that it's great, but I like it more than Trevor Lawrence. And I think when you get two sort of equally matched teams, whether they're good teams or shitty teams, you know, two equally matched teams, a lot of times those games come down to the turnover battle and that efficiency with Davis Mills uh, could favor the Texans. And so that's where I went with Houston here. Uh, Next up, we got the Titans at the Steelers. All right. I harped on it many times. Yeah, we can't trust the Titans, but the Steelers team is toast. Roethlisberger (laughs) should just not not come out to the game. They should find a new quarterback. Uh, interesting thing about this game is Tennessee can clinch the AFC South if they, with the help of New England, because if Tennessee wins and the Colts lose, the Titans clinch their division. Okay. But I'm I'm on Tennessee hardcore on this one. I don't trust Pittsburgh. I don't trust a team that ties the fucking Detroit Lions. Yeah, man, it's tough. I don't know what the hell got into me, but earlier I was having a hard time picking this game, and I picked the Steelers at first, and then I flipped back. And I think it's it's like we talked about with Tennessee. They, they lost to the Jets. They lost to Houston. It's hard to trust them. And so it's like even though their, their record's fucking 9-4, and four, it's like how do you have those shitty games? But, I you know, I get it. You, you said it with Pittsburgh. They tied the Lions. And so – both of these teams have had some very suspect games. Um, this one I like, and this was another one I read about, you know, on ESPN talking about uh, Pittsburgh is the league's worst run defense in terms of yards per carry. They're ever, they're letting teams run five yards per carry against them, which sucks. And it's, a, it's honestly, it's a disgrace for a Steelers defense. It really is. Uh, but um, the Titans, even though Derrick Henry's out, they've been getting production from their committee of backs now. And so I think that that kind of production 
helps open up the passing game, similar to like what you were talking about with Jacksonville if they commit to the run. Uh, and I think that that's going to be huge for Tennessee because A.J. Brown's still out. Um, and I, I just think it, I think it plays well to Tennessee's style. And so I'm going with the Titans. Uh, next up, we got the Jets at the Dolphins. So the Jets suck. The Dolphins are on, on the rise. Interesting thing about the Dolphins is if they win this week, they'll be the fourth team in NFL history to be six or more games below 500 to get back to 500. Not finish the season at 500, but get back to 500. That was, okay. ironically, the first team to do it was the 1974 New York Jets, the 84 Packers, and the 2009 Titans. Okay. But Miami's just playing a lot better, and the Jets fucking blow. Yeah. So I'm on the Dolphins. I'm, I'm with you. I'm taking the Dolphins as well. And I would say if you would have asked me this back in week eight, I might have, I might have wavered. Because back in week eight, I was looking it up earlier, the Dolphins were one and seven in week eight. And the Jets in week eight had upset wins over Tennessee and Cincinnati. And so it just, you know, but week eight is a long time ago now. And since then, the Dolphins have gotten their shit together. They're looking like the team that we thought they were going to be this year. Uh, and the Jets, on the other hand, they're looking exactly like the team we thought they were going to be this year, which is a team right smack at the start of a rebuild. And so uh, I'm going with the Dolphins hands down. Uh, next up, we got the Washington football team at the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm going to be honest with you. I picked the Eagles in this game because of the COVID issues at Washington. Washington's playing a lot better. Um, them postponing the game till Monday uh, or Tuesday, sorry. I, it is possible that I switch to Washington um, in this game because I don't trust Sirianni. I don't know who's playing quarterback for Philadelphia, but as it stands now with as many players that, um, that Washington has on the COVID list, I'm going with Philadelphia. Yeah, and I'm taking the Eagles here too. I, I didn't overthink it at all. It's a COVID disaster. Philly's got so many guys out. I just had to take the Eagles. I didn't want to go further into it than that. Next up, we got the Cardinals at the Lions. So, regularly the Lions tie the Cardinals, even though, <laughs> even though they shouldn't fucking even be in the game or even beat the Cardinals. Didn't the Lions beat the Cardinals last year? And the Cardinals were like playing phenomenal. That's yeah. part of the demise of the of of the Cardinals. And yeah, it was the year before Kyler's rookie year. They tied him. Yeah. Fuck. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. <laughs> Fuck. You can get crazy if you want to get crazy, but just remember you're creeping closer on the picks. I know. So do you wanna be safe or aggressive? You know, I mean, what do they say? Fortune favors the bold. So, you know, but, you know, you got to make, you got to live with your own choices. You want to die on that hill and pick the lions. 
That's for you to do, man. I can't pick the Lions. I just can't do it. I'm yeah. I want Arizona. Stick with like, Arizona. I have this I have I have the sense that there's a chance that the Lions could upset them. Yeah. But but I just I just can't fucking pick them. It so, Yeah. No, I mean, hey, they they had so many close games this year. Like they almost beat Baltimore. They should have beat Baltimore. I mean, it's like, you know, you could you could call a trap game almost any week with the Lions, I think. And so it just isn't happening. Uh, but I'm going with the cult. I'm going with the Cardinals. Uh, you know, I, and, I, and I think the Lions do have some extra incentive to save some face after what happened last week in Denver. Um, but I mean, we'd be crazy to take the Lions. So I'm, I'm going with the Cardinals. Uh, next up, we got the Panthers at the Bills. Oh, on the Cardinals, if the Cardinals win, they clinch a playoff. Playoffs, there's other scenarios, but they're going to win and clinch a playoff berth, which is great for them. This sweet, sweet, sweet. Panthers and Bills. Ca- Panthers and Bills. Sorry, I went No, 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 uh, it's good. I just got done ta- talking about how fucking shitty the the Panthers are looking this year. Um, PJ Walker, Cam Newton. Don't seem to be able to play quarterback. Uh, so, even though the Bills have have been playing fairly sh- fairly crappy lately, um, they they haven't been playing. They I haven't been impressed with them at all. They've lost games. Where I'm gonna go with the Bills. There's a hesitation because of how how the Bills have been playing, not how the Pan not not because yeah. I think the Panthers are have a chance. It's just how the Bills have been playing. Yeah, I agree, and I'm going with Buffalo here as well. And I think they have to win this game. Um, you know, when I look at Carolina, they've really been struggling on offense pretty much ever since those first couple weeks of the season, and and we know that the Sam Darnold experience fizzled out um and i think that it's going to be challenging for them in this game because buffalo is a top 10 def or a top five unit against both the pass and the run and so you know i I mean i tried calling it last week with their desperation mode and they lost to the bucks i mean this is really desperation mode now sitting at seven and six they're a way better team than that record reflects if they don't get the win here Man, they're they're just they're really gonna fuck up their playoff picture. So I'm going Buffalo. They should win this game. They need to win this game. If they don't, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck happened? And you know, they just pissed away their season. But you know, not that they would miss the playoffs, but they're they're getting close to having that problem. So uh, next up, we got the we got the Bengals at the Broncos. So the th- this is a pretty evenly matched game. The 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 Broncos' strength on their defense is their their secondary, their pass defense, and that's how the Bengals have been winning games this year. Yep. Um, interestingly enough, apparently, I didn't realize this, but last year in Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater had um, more than 3,000 yards, and if he has, <laughs> he needs 40, 46 yards to have 3,000 yards this season again. And it'll be the first time in his career he's had 3,000 yards in consecutive seasons. This might even be the first time in his year he's played more than 10 games in consecutive seasons, but that's another story. 
Um, I just, I, I'm just holding on hope with the Bengals. Like it's, yeah, it's at Denver. Yeah. Everything's Denver's playing great. Mile high and yeah. But I'm just holding on hope with the Bengals and I'm more, more picking this game on my heart than actually thinking about the matchup. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. Gotcha. Um, I'm going with Denver and I, you know, I agree with everything you said. I think you got, you know, Burroughs averaging eight and a half yards per pass attempt, which is top in the league. Denver's defense against the pass is top in the league, um, which is going to make the running game for Cincinnati more important. Um, and, and Mixon's been running well lately. And then I, I think, you know, you look at the quarterback matchup and, you know, it's Burroughs obviously better than Bridgewater. Uh, Bridgewater's safe. He's efficient most of the time. Um, you know, I'm kind of banking on the Denver D winning out here in mile high. And then maybe that combination of Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams just running the ball really strong. Uh, but I mean, this was, this was probably my tightest matchup in terms of, you know, having a hard time picking a team. And so I'm giving Denver the edge by like the slightest of margins. Uh, next up, we got the Falcons at the 49ers. So I don't like the Falcons. Uh, interestingly, <laughs> interesting. I don't, I don't like the Falcons. I like the way you started that, James. <laughs> interesting fact is Matt Ryan has the 49ers are one of three teams. Matt Ryan has more than 300 average, more than 300 passing yards per game against. Which in his career, which is which is weird. You would think as much as Matt Ryan throws the ball and as much as passing yards he gets, he would have more than three teams. It's it's the 49ers, yeah. it's the Bengals, and it's the Titans. Okay. Which is I just find that strange. Um so the Atlanta is 0-4 against teams with winning records this year. Oh, and this is really an elimination game for one of these teams. These One of these teams, the loser of this game, will not make the playoffs. I'm not saying the winner is going to make the playoffs. I'm just saying the loser will not. Okay. I I just think the final score of this game might be 28-3 to San Francisco. Catch the reference. 28-3? to Yeah. What's the reference between these two teams? Atlanta was up 28-3 against the Patriots in the Super Bowl when Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Oh, oh, okay. All right. You're, you're pulling Shanahan into it. I, I got you. I got you. All right. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Tom Brady's not playing in this game. Uh, I, I get it now. Thank you for leading me to that conclusion. Uh, I'm going with the 49ers here as well. And I just think that on paper, they're better than the Falcons. They should play better than the Falcons. It's at home. Uh, I'm going with the 49ers. I I don't have faith in either of these teams. I guess I'm just going to say that. I think they both have had a bit of a letdown this year, Uh, but Atlanta more so than San Francisco. And I think that's because San Francisco just has more depth on both sides of the ball. It's hard to not pick them. And so... I gotta, I gotta give them a rip here. Uh, next up, we got the Seahawks at the Rams. 
which is apparently a way bigger COVID thing than I thought when I made my pick. But go ahead, please. See, I knew – I didn't know it was the Rams that were having the COVID issue. I, they just they just beat the Cardinals without Ramsey. And even if Ramsey doesn't play, the Cardinals are 50, 100 times better than the Seahawks. The Seahawks fucking blow. Yeah. Um, and even with the COVID issues – uh, whatchamacallit, Tyler Lockett with Seattle has is on the COVID list too. I think Seattle might also have some COVID issues pop up over the next few couple days. Yeah. And I'm just I'm going with the Rams. I think they're a far superior team than than the Seahawks. Yeah, man, I, I think he covered it pretty well. You know, the Rams, they're sitting at nine and four. The Seahawks are sitting at five and eight. You know, at this point of the year, you know the Rams are that much better. If, if that gap wasn't so big, you, you know, maybe you could say, oh, you know, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, you know, anything can happen. But I think um, I think you got to go with the Rams here. And so I'm, I'm that's what I'm doing, too. Uh, next up, we got the Packers at the Ravens. And Lamar may or may not play. May or may not play. So the Packers can clinch the NFC North with a win, a tie, or a loss or a tie from the Vikings, or by the Vikings. They can also clinch the playoffs if if they lose and or yeah, if they lose and the Saints and the 49ers lose. It's just crazy to say if this was last year, if there wasn't a concern about a hobbled Lamar I probably would be a hundred percent on on the Ravens, but the Packers are just playing too good this right now for me to do anything but pick them to win. Okay. Yeah, and I've got the Packers at my number two spot on the board, and so I think it's with or without Lamar. I give the Packers the edge. Um, you know, if Lamar's out, obviously it, it like swings at big time in Green Bay's favor, but uh, I'm going with the Packers here. Uh, next up, we got the Saints at the Buccaneers. They win, the Bucks clinch the uh, NFC South and obviously make the playoffs. Um, the Tides kind of you thought the tide was turning in this matchup. Brady is actually weirdly one and two against no, I'm sorry. One and three against the saints as Buccaneer. Oh, wow. Do you remember that he lost, that he lost earlier this year to them? He lost both two regular season games last year to him. He won only won the playoff game. Um, I can't pick the Saints, though. Like, I mean, who's playing? Taysom Hill's playing quarterback for them. Yeah, Kamara could have a good good game, but it's just – I can't pick – I can't get behind Taysom Hill winning a game, yeah. especially against Brady. So I'll give you a little fun fact here. And I, I'm taking the Buccaneers. I'll just start by saying that. Uh, I did some digging, and I was surprised to find out that the Saints – are the league's worst team in terms of passing completion percentage. 
And now obviously that's as a group because they've had a handful of quarterbacks this year between Winston and, you know, Taysom Hill and, uh, you know, Trevor Simeon. Uh, but they're sitting at 58% completion percentage, which is worse than the Jags, who are sitting at 58.3%. And so, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go for that reason. You know, you, I'm sure you could find many others, uh, but I'm going with the Buccaneers. And that, I mean, geez, I never would have thought that out of a Sean Payton team, by the way. But it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Vikings at the Bears. James, I don't know, dude. You know, it to you, I see you. I see you getting ready to jump on something. Something about this game makes me nervous, man. I don't know if it's because Minnesota should be the obvious pick, but they just keep letting people down this year and losing games when they're up and whatever. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm taking the Vikings, but tell me what you think. Okay. This game's at, at Soldier Field. In the last 21 games that the Minnesota Vikings have played at Shoulder Field in Chicago, they are 5-16. And And I think Cousins is, what, 1-9 on Monday Night Football? That's the next stat I was going to say. And that's that's why it's not obvious to pick Minnesota. And then you have – the fact that as a home underdog, the Bears are 0-4 against the spread. Um, as a, they're two and eight overall against the spread overall as an underdog. Um, I really, really want to throw my support behind Minnesota, but I don't think Kirk Cousins can get it done on Monday Night Football, so I'm going to switch it up and go with Chicago. Okie dokie. Let me update. All right. Well, that gives us four games. We got some action this week. Um, well, one already in the books, but uh, okay. Uh, so let's move to next Thursday. We got the 49ers at the Titans. You're, you're picking Minnesota? Oh, yeah. I'm picking Minnesota. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I thought no, I was. No, it's okay. I thought I. I, thought I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know where my head was at, but yes, I'm going with Minnesota you despite. Had a hem and at it. Yeah, despite my nervousness about this game. I'm going with Minnesota. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I just I feel like they should win. But, I, you know, I, I, I'm glad that you supported why I feel like I'm nervous about it because there's a lot to back that up. Um, all right. So next Thursday, we've got the 49ers at the Titans. And um, we're actually going to be doing this on Wednesday next week, right? So we could kind of save it. But for the sake of Sticking with our rhythm here, who do you like for Thursday night? You know, I don't trust them, but it's going to be the Titans. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that as we get closer, I'll probably take a deeper dive. Um, You know, the record is kind of like the big thing I'm hanging my head on. You know, they're sitting at nine wins compared to San Francisco's seven wins. And, you know, I'm just I'm just going to roll with that for now. So but there's a lot that can change between now and then, especially with all this crazy ass COVID shit. So uh, cool, cool. That is the week 15 game picks. Let's move it on over to our question of the week and let's uh, let's get ready to wrap this shit up. So, uh, James, for tonight, I'm going with something light. 
uh, it's just a silly question, but I've got to ask, you know, last week we were talking about whether or not uh, in our question of the week, you know, should the Jags fire Urban Meyer? And so my question of the week this week is a follow-up to that. Do you think the Jags owner, Shad Khan, was listening to our show last week? And, you know, I'm just going to go out on the limb and I'm going to assume he's one of our eight subscribers and that the voice of Gridiron Grinder is just that much more powerful than we thought. And so, uh, you know, I know I'm being silly, but what do you think, man? You know, I would say that, but then I go through, you have to, you go through everything that fucking happened while he was, he was there. They, the strength and conditioning coach, like we hit all of this. And apparently yeah. the straw that Kicking broke Kicking Lambo. Camel's back was the article about Josh Lambo or Josh Lambo, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. his first name is. Was it Josh? I'm pretty sure Josh Lambo, the kicker. Yeah, Josh Lambo, where Meyer kicked him, not fairly hard, but still kicked him. And Lambo turned around and said, Don't fucking kick me. Or it says something like, Hey, dipshit, make your make your kicks. And as he kicked him, and Lambo was like, Don't fucking kick me. And like, Meyer's like, I'm the fucking head ball coach. I'll, do, I'll kick you whenever the fuck I want. It's like, You know what, dude? Fuck you. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's disgraceful. And and then in the middle of the night, like, it was at, like, midnight Eastern time, Shad Khan fucking announces that he fired him. It's like, yeah. you could have fucking, you should have fucking fired him on Tuesday or 48 hours earlier when you said you're not going to make hasty decisions on him. It's like all this shit that happened. You had the Lambo thing. You had um, fucking Mark, not Marvin Jones. Was it Marvin Jones? Um, Marvin, yeah, Marvin Jones was bitching about him. Marvin Jones fucking walked out of fucking the fucking facility and had to be convinced by other co- other coaches to come back in because of how he was treating the players. You had Trevor Lawrence calling him out for benching John Robinson. You had benching yeah. John. I'm sorry, James Robinson. You had benching James Robinson yeah. in the first place. You have Meyer fucking questioning the credentials of his coaches he is, he he signed. Yeah, doing uh, inappropriate shit at the strip club or whatever. All all sorts of at stuff. At the restaurant he owns. It's like it's like, good lord. Is I honestly wonder if Urban Meyer was trying to fucking get fired with all the shit that's coming out. Maybe he wanted to get fired so he could go and take that fucking Notre Dame job. I don't know. Yeah, but with the, with the, sh- with the shit that happened at his at the restaurant with Dancing with the Girl and, and shit, Notre Dame's not going to hire him. Well, maybe he wanted USC, but it's too late now because they filled it. Yeah. All right, we're back. Minus some technical difficulties. And so, uh, yeah, James, you were going on a nice little rant there about Urban Meyer. And, um, you know, I was just kind of saying that it's, it's one of these things where um, it's sad when you finally get like the full picture on somebody, especially a guy like him that's had a lot of success uh, at college, you know, mostly in the college level, obviously he hasn't done shit in the NFL, but you know, you start to see this and you're like, wow, despite this guy's success, he's like truly a fucking piece of shit that's just bad to other people. And it's like, 
couldn't you just be good and successful by being good? Like, I just, I don't know. But it, it um, you know, it's all out there now. And so whatever happens with him next, I'm going to be really interested to see. You know, I know that uh, some people, they've jokingly talked about, oh, maybe the Lions should go after him or whatever else. But I don't know, dude. It just seems like this guy, he should be kind of shunned for a while if if he ever even gets another gig, in my opinion. But that's the thing is the writing was on the wall before he was hired by Jacksonville. Yeah. You had the circumstances for why he why he left Ohio State. It wasn't because of health. It was because he uh, what's his uh, I forget the coach's name that was like abusing his wife. You have the stuff at Florida that happened with uh, uh, Hernandez and covering that shit up. You. It's everything, everywhere he goes, like you go back to Bowling Green and there were scandals with, with Meyer. It's just like okay. everywhere he's gone. It's kind of like, like uh, Brian Kelly. Like I'm waiting for that shoe to drop with Notre Dame because you had, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, you, you had shit dropped with Grand Valley. You had shit dropped with Central, Central after yeah. he left. You had a little bit dropped with Cincinnati after he left. So it's like scandals always follow, follow a couple of these coaches. And it's like people don't catch on that if you keep hiring them, you're going to have this shit happen when, when they go. Yes. And thank you for uh, covering it so well. And, yeah, this guy, fuck him. You're out of here. See you later. Uh, but all right. So James, that's the question of the week. And for anybody who's still watching, just like name that stadium, uh, we'd love you to hit us up and, you know, answer our question of the week. If you think the uh, Jags owner is watching our show, uh, it'd be cool if you said yes. Um, and so James, that's all I got for tonight, man. Anything before we shut it down? No, I think, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, just, uh, closing it off we hope anybody who's watching we hope you liked it uh if you did give us a thumbs up uh if you're not subscribed already hit that button and uh yeah we do this stuff every week gridiron grinder you're and a half strong here james uh and like always man it was fun i hope you have a good night all right you too all right see ya gridiron grinder hut hut hike